Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> Welcome! It's the Donna and Steve experience, y'all. Woo. Buckle up. Yeah, man. It's going to be a Friday. Buffy ride. Yeah, it's Woo. funny. Get some excited. Hop People on the like crazy it. train. Uh, let's see. It is a free nugget Friday, which means on the 7th, we give out 20 piece chicken nuggets <laughs> oh from a variety of fast food places. Um, that is not true, Steve. You got to stop saying things like that now. Why don't you let us do the fun things then? Because then people listen, they call their parents and say, you should turn on Don and Steve because they're giving out free nuggets. And then we're not. And then they all hate us. But then they start hate listening to us. Oh, yes. Oh, you know, oh. We become more popular. Right? Oh, oh, polarizing. Yes, oh, yes. It. Oh, it's good. Uh, uh, right, yeah, it's a Friday. So. Today at 1130... We think there's going to be a slow jam with DJ Rock Lobster. We say we think because Rocco sent a message yesterday and said, hey, anything come to mind for slow jam from any of you guys? He sent it to Donna, me, and Mike. And uh, and we all chose to respond in silence. And so, I don't know. Did he go back and listen? We gave him nothing. We gave him nothing at all. I I know. I, I saw him in person and talked to him about it. I go, I don't know. I don't know. I send you something every week. I don't do it one week, and what? Now the, the world... whole bit falls apart. Okay, okay, Donna. Am I the keeper of the show? Hey, hey, hey! Like, what am I, the admin around here? No, you're our matriarch. The girl Friday. You're our leader. You're like our Margaret Thatcher. You. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll see what happens at 11.30. Also, we're going to bring back an old bit. I asked Rocco to find um, an old thing that we did maybe about a year ago or so. Whenever he was making intros for us left and right, he was just making them all the time. So we're going to see if he can. Uh, I think he did find it. So we'll play it. It's going to be very fun. It'll, it'll be fun to listen okay. to. That's a okay. very generic, stupid tease. Cannot wait. Uh, we'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today okay. at 10.30 as well. Uh, there is no deal. Okay, so they didn't get anywhere. Well, they I don't know that they didn't get anywhere. They just didn't get to the point of a deal. They being the Writers Guild and the big studio bigwigs, they had talks yesterday. More talks are expected today. They're working on things, uh, obviously, artificial intelligence is a big topic of conversation, and it remains so. Viewership-based compensation and the size of writers' rooms are the top issues that they were hammering out yesterday. Um, it is worth noting... That if you're sort of ready for the writer's strike to be done because you'd like things to get in production again, and then we we think, I, I optimistically, maybe naively, think that if the writers get a deal, that the actor's deal will soon follow because it'll be like, okay, guys, let's go, and the studios will will want to make a deal sooner than later, I hope. Worth noting that some real bigwigs were at these negotiations yesterday, including Bob Iger from Disney, Universal's big dog Donna Langley, Netflix's big dog Ted Serendos, and Warner Brothers Discovery's David Zasloff. So 
They were there at these negotiations yesterday. They were there on Wednesday as well. And the Hollywood Reporter says that's highly unusual. Usually Hollywood companies would dispatch, you know, labor relations executives to handle negotiations. Hmm. But the big dogs of these studios were like, let's show up. So it makes you feel like it's more serious. Right. Like they're taking us seriously. They thought there might be a deal yesterday. There was not. But Mm. maybe we'll get one today. Um, I don't know. But we also heard that if they don't get a deal done this week, it's kind of likely that it will go into the new year. So I'm hoping, hoping for good things here. Uh, interesting news out of Dancing with the Stars. The comedic actor Matt Walsh had to walk out. And here's why. Yeah. At least for now. You might know Matt Matt Walsh from Veep. Uh, he basically found out during rehearsal that Dancing with the Stars is technically struck work. Because they, though they have a very big staff, they hire one WGA writer each season so they always have one on staff there what are they writing i don't know maybe intros outros i bet they're writing for the judges giving them little quippy lines yeah huh maybe yeah holly you have any ideas probably just polishing lines for folks intros outros now those general it's makes sense why they would only have one because general like intro outro and now dancing blah 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 you know, that's stuff that can usually be handled by producers who have worked in scripting before. But anyway, it was um, it was during a rehearsal that he found out. He said, this morning when I was informed by my union, the WGA, that this is considered struck work, I walked out of my rehearsal. Wow. I have been and will always stand with my union members of the WGA, SAG, and the Directors Guild of America. He said, beyond our union artists, I am sensitive to the many people impacted by the strike, and I hope for a speedy and fair resolution and to one day work again with all these wonderful people that I met at Dancing with the Stars who tolerated my dancing. Mm. Uh, but I guess he didn't think it was struck work. And then I don't know how word gets to him so late um, mm. that it is struck work. But okay. anyway, so that yeah. happened there. It, it looks like, by the way, that um, they do, like you said, have a WGA writer among its staff of 500 to script certain comments for the hosts. Huh. For the hosts, not the judges. Oops. Hostesses. So now what? Is Dancing with the Stars going to push back when they actually premiere? Will this all change that as a is, result? That is something that ABC is considering right now. Mm. Oh, you'll be okay, Steve. But I was planning on not watching. <laughs> but you were going to fake watch no, it this yeah, year. Yeah, I was going to maybe watch an episode. But uh, I, I'm committed to Golden Bachelor, which starts next week, I believe. So. I, I actually was thinking of maybe watching an episode of Dancing with the Stars. After we've been All sort right, of great. joking about it, I thought maybe. May, because I think it's it's changed over the, the 15 or 20 years it's been on the air. And it's a little less, you know, and now dancing the cha-cha. And now dancing. Like, I think that they, not that they do full-blown hip-hop dancing or full-blown lyrical dancing, but I think it has stepped a little bit outside of traditional ballroom and evolved a little. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, maybe maybe we'll try. Give it a try. The kids will love it. Yeah, I think they might. Um, Today's the day that we do our segment, Who's Listening? We do that at 11 a.m. Today, we haven't even talked about this pre-show. No, we wanted to turn it out to the people. So Email us. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Email us within the next 
five minutes. We have our we have our, our frequent emailers, people who listen at a desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you Send have us any an ideas? email within five minutes. Who should we ask is listening? Like we've done on um, funeral directors before, funeral teachers, directors. hairstylists, medical professionals. Right. I don't think we've done hairstylists. Animal. We haven't. I don't think so. We may have done it when you weren't here. What? Maybe we haven't. Hey, we could always double it. I don't know. Clowns. I hate that. Okay. I magicians want no, to magicians. maybe hear from bilingual people. Okay. Or more trilingual. Qualingual. Qualingual. <laughs> maybe that's it. I mean, yeah, we'll stop there. So email us, and then we'll see if maybe we uh, come up maybe with we'll something make a better. decision here before nine thirty. Okay. When we come back, ooh. Guess what starts tomorrow? Yeah, set your alarm. It's autumn. Hmm. We've got some fun facts, things you need to know. Yeah, it'll kind of make you sound smart when people talk about it being fall tomorrow. Also, there's a guy who's thinking of creating a new calendar that would give us even more fall. Like two of them. Tell you what he's doing. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, it's Donna. And something worth noting... On a serious note, if you're ever injured in an accident, remember one of the first things you gotta do is contact an experienced personal injury attorney. I know a good one. His name is Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. You know, it really is important to have someone on your side who's gonna advise you because when you get a hold of Mike, Here's the deal. He'll set up a meeting where you can discuss your case. It's totally free of charge. And then he'll go, you know, I think you really have a good case. Or maybe he won't. But it still isn't going to cost you anything if he does take on your case unless there is an actual settlement. And research shows that on average, unrepresented individuals are going to receive in their pocket a third of the compensation as as those who are properly represented. Certainly the hope is that this never happens to you, but if it does, give Mike at Bradshaw and Bryant a call so he can help you navigate insurance forms, legal options, etc., etc. You'll find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We put out the bat call for uh, suggestions for who's listening. It's a segment we do every Friday at 11 a.m., the top of the third hour. And uh, we got some really fun ones. Suggestions. Tradition, traditional Shakespearean stage actors. <laughs> That's fun. Just spitballing here from Logan, the guy who started it all. Oh, Logan farmer. the farmer. That's nice. Farmer Logan. That's uh, funny. Ryan says, how about... People in the aviation industry, pilots and flight attendants. I don't recall you guys doing that one, and I think that he's right. Okay. Pilots and flight attendants. Pilots and flight aviation attendants. Aviation industry people. Okay, that's a thought. How about uh, we have done hairstylists before, oh, according to that? Panda. Okay, I believe um, her. Have you done personal trainers? What about pet groomers? Or <laughs> We have done pet groomers. People who have worked as mascots before. <laughs> Maybe amusement parks, colleges. Etc. Why not clowns? Nobody likes clowns. That's not true. Kind of is. You ever been to a parade? Here come the clowns. Bring in the clowns. What about personal trainers? That's interesting. I met a personal trainer last night who happened to be Australian. Oh! 
her name is Belinda. Oh. <laughs> where did you meet Belinda? I met her at Profile Plan in Minnetonka last night where they were having oh, a really right. fun you open house. Appearance. That I was forgot. Super fun. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. All right. Well, we have to make a decision here. Um, our, our, let's narrow it down to these choices being military members. How about people with accents? People with accents. <laughs> I like um, f- personal trainers. Okay. Let's do people with accents. But what if they don't know they have an accent? <sighs> Daniel, to... you don't have to call this time. Yeah, rise of lights. <laughs> I'm painting it inside, Stephen. It's <laughs> not a bad Daniel. Um, yeah, uh, well, I I like personal trainers. I think there's some interesting questions there that we could we could ask um, about you know when people take direction well, when people just come in and are lazy and refuse to push themselves. You know. All right, I don't want to do that. Okay, why? I want to do. People who speak another language in addition to English and or have accents. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Today at 11, we will open the phone lines for people who speak another language and or have accents. Don't call us if you took Spanish in high school. Everybody took a foreign (laughs) language in high school. Yeah, but what if they're... No, but we're going to make you prove it. Because there are Spanish teachers out there. Of course there are, Donna. There are all sorts of people out there. There sure are. You can also email us now, um, and you can tell us, you know, what you speak. But we'll probably right. need that to be a little more phone dependent. People are going to go on. Oh yeah, Google they're, Translate. They're, right, or they're going to send us emails. Hi, I'm Barbara. I have an accent. Hola, mi amiga. <laughs> um, hey, fall begins tomorrow at two thirty a.m. In the morning. <laughs> That's right. Fascinating. I don't know about that. That's got to start at some point. Okay, it's actually one fifty a.m. our time. Oh, 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 that's Eastern, 2.50 Eastern. So tonight. Oh, that changes everything. Okay, so this is where things get funky for me. When we start talking about the equinox occurring mm-hmm. when the sun moves over the Earth's equator so that you have the same amount of daylight as darkness. Mm-hmm. Is that true for people who don't do daylight savings? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's true because your hour is just adjusted, you know? Got it. So the time will just be different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, we it's should not get like if we set our clocks like and we said screw it we're going three hours earlier we don't magically get more daylight right the yeah, sun is still the sun the earth like that unfortunately holly if you could excuse don and i for one moment i was thinking the same thing when you okay, said really because i was like does the time stay the same but it is very embarrassing i almost immediately recognize how embarrassing i know totally that's because... why i said this is where i have trouble and so that i could you know okay 
because yeah, that would be like if we just said, fine, we want it to be lighter. We're going to change our clock. Right. It'll be different. And now we get more daylight. That's not how the sun works. Right. We're so dumb. Okay. Holly answered very quickly too, which made it feel a little worse. Yeah. All right, we'll anyway. go back. <clears throat> uh, um, cool. So everybody knows that yep. about the autumn. That's awesome. Uh, 12 hours of light, 12 hours of dark. Okay. Equa. Equa. Right, Steve. It's there in the They're word. Right Latin, like, yeah. Language of origin, please. <laughs> um, hey, there's going to be a special full moon next week. It's called the Harvest Moon. Bust out your Neil Young version of that song. It's going to occur at 5.58 a.m. Eastern, 4.58 here, on September 29th. It's also the fourth and final supermoon of the year. So gather together with your loved ones and make a blood oath. So a super moon means the second full moon of the month. Uh, no, that's a blue moon. Oh, blue moon. Okay. Hey, if you hey excuse Holly, us for one, for one second. second. <laughs> okay, so geez, can we stop talking about space what garbage? If, what because if, it's getting like really embarrassing. What if we just stuck to the script and stopped with extemporaneous thoughts oh, on this topic? I love that. All right, idea. we'll go back. <clears throat> so anyway, that's the the fourth and final supermoon of the year. Uh, it will appear slightly bigger and brighter than your average full moon. Cool. And finally. If you hate fall for some reason, winter will start on Thursday, December 21st, so you can start counting down. It's supposed to be a super snowy season. Okay, Ben Franklin. A little cold. Farmer's Almanac over here. Ben Franklin. (laughs) Didn't he start the Farmer's Almanac, or didn't he have some tie-in to the Farmer's Almanac? Petty saved is a petty earned. Thank you. Yeah. All right. If you could just excuse us for one second. second. Okay, is this segment over yet? No, 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 no. We have a couple more minutes. Um, Whose idea was this to do this? Well, I thought we were going to stay on the script, and we didn't, and that is what has proven to be our kryptonite. Okay. I have one more thing I'm going to get to. All right, we'll go back. Okay. Uh, Mm. Oh, this too is sort of interesting. There's a guy who's creating a new calendar with five seasons. You can check it out at thenewcalendar.com. He wants to abandon the current system and switch to a calendar with five seasons, winter, spring, summer, autumn, and fall. He doesn't think our current calendar makes sense because the seasons aren't equal. Summer is 94 days. Winter, only 89. Huh. Huh. Yeah, check it here. Have you moved to Minnesota lately? So in his system, all five seasons would be exactly 73 days long. Currently, fall lasts 90 days, but on his calendar... Fall and autumn would make up 146 days. But in the same way that you can't just set your clock and suddenly have more sunlight, as everyone knows, (laughs) I challenge his system. He says that his fall would run from July 28th through December 20th. He can't just make crap up. Who is this guy? Is he just like Phil in accounting? Or is he like a meteorologist? I don't get that idea. He's uh, the man behind the newcalendar.com. So you can go and check that out. All right. If you're interested. Uh, When we come back... Gordon Ramsay's got a new show coming out. I watched the trailer really ruin my vibe this morning. We'll tell you about it next. Hi. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Boy, two ways of looking at this morning. Either a pretty drab-looking morning, or if you have a little Huga going on right now, and you're under a blanket. Hauga? Huga. Haiga. Hega? Peggy's Pizza. Eat some pizza. Piece of pizza. Piece of pizza. Eat some pizza. You light a candle, you're under a blanket, and it's a really great morning. This is the time that I wish I could be at home and um, watch Rudy. 
Oh, I want to watch Rudy. Rudy doesn't play as well on a hot, sunny afternoon. It was 86 a couple days ago. Yeah, strange. That's annoying. I think this is why I overslept by an entire hour this morning. Oh, by an entire hour. Yes. I'm usually up at six, and then I heard some rustling going on down in the kitchen. And I thought, huh, I wonder what's going on down in the kitchen. And then I looked at my my phone and it was after seven and I was like, shoot. Yeah. And then I texted you and I said, I'm so sorry. I overslept. I'm just going to get ready and come to work. And I said, all good. Slow going here too. We've got this. Just great. Thanks, Steve. You know, thanks for the words of affirmation. Absolutely. Donna. Thank you. Uh, we talked about Gordon Ramsay from time to time. I've gone through iterations of watching Gordon Ramsay shows be at hell's kitchen. Yeah. I like that competition show. I used um, to really love it. Kitchen Nightmares. Good you know, one. Where he just goes in and just absolutely berates a family, a little family-owned <laughs> business. I think we need more of that. And he just says, you know, everything that you're doing is wrong. It's This is terrible food, and you don't even do accounting. I mean, he goes to the core of restaurant owners and essentially says, you shouldn't do this. And then by the end of the episode, he says, look how good the food is. You know, I think one of the best pieces pieces of advice that he gives these restaurant owners is simplify your damn menu. menu. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sorry, I love me some Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory. Factory. I, knew it. I love it. But we don't need that many options. I don't love bringing a bookmark to the restaurant. Thank you. you know? Or a highlighter. Yeah, just, I like a one page. Give it to me on paper. Because even if you don't have everything you love there, every choice to accommodate everything you could possibly love, right? It'll make the process simpler. Yes, and every, faster. Faster. Yes. Every table's got the person who is just doesn't know. Oh God! They look at a menu and I it's know. like you've handed them a Rubik's cube. And why does everyone have to ask the other person what they're ordering? What like, let's order? just. Yeah. So, what are you going to get? And then invariably, the uh, hey, do you think you'd want to split? Right. Can we split that? Can right. we split it? Oh my God. That's usually Are we me. splitting? Yeah, like I'll split mine with you. You split yours with me. Yeah, so I'll get the fish and chips. Right. And then you get the steak. Pierogies. Don't do that, Donna. <laughs> we had a good thing going today. That is so irritating when you do that. Anyway, Gordon Ramsay is developing a new show for Fox. This guy has a gazillion shows. Fox it just pays him money like out of a fire hose, it seems. The new one is called. You might go out for this one, Donna. Idiot Sandwich. <laughs> this is a sandwich-making competition. So this is sort of funny. The title of the show is based on a popular meme that was based on a popular sketch on the Late Late Show. You may or may not remember this. This was a parody of Kitchen Nightmares, and in it, it was James Corden, the host of the Late Late Show, facing off against Julie Chen, who at the time was the host of The Talk and, right. uh, and, and Big Brother. Right. Uh, and then you have Chef Ramsey. Screaming at them. So I'm actually going to play. There are a lot of bleeps. There are no swear words. It's played on network television. We're fine. But um, I'm going to play for you this so that you can get a little vibe of, I think, the tongue-in-cheek nature of what Idiot Sandwich will be. And then I'm going to let you listen to what I had just been listening to before I fired up a little Gordon Ramsay. But we'll start with the yelling Britishman. This summer, two talk show hosts will square off in epic battle. Between late night, Julie may be on the talk, but she is all talk and daytime. I'm ready for this. James Corden, he can suck my. Wow. 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 
Now you two order on two omelets, one plain, one with bacon, please. Let's yes, go. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, speed up. How do I open the egg? I don't know how to. <laughs> Useless. They'll show total how do I dedication. Open the egg? Where's Corden? I don't know, chef. I don't know. What are you doing, young man? <laughs> taking a break. Failure is not an option. <laughs> what in the <laughs> is that? <laughs> mad. Eat it then. What are you? An idiot sandwich. Idiot sandwich what? <laughs> An idiot sandwich, Jack Ramsey. They will do anything to win. Squawk like a pigeon. You don't think pigeons do squawk, chef? Squawk like a pigeon. <laughs> what is this? What is happening? I came to win at all costs. Shall <gasps> you sketch, Julie? <laughs> do not miss the biggest. Get out! Get out! Most anticipated television event of the year. Get the f out! Oh, it's my show. Hell's Cafeteria. <laughs> so from that, one reference of Idiot Sandwich that a writer wrote mid-sketch as he put two pieces of bread on the side of Julie Chen's head. Oh my gosh. And said, what are you? An Idiot Sandwich. That's funny. We should do something like that downstairs in our cafeteria with Brian. I think that's what he's, he's like He's kind of a tyrant, right? <laughs> Uh, and then he puts on his better phone voice when we call him to ask what the soup is. Yeah. So anyway, I watch that. That's hilarious. And it's like, whatever, 715, 720, something like that. And I'm like, wow, that was harsh. And then I realized why it felt so harsh. Here now I will play you what I had been listening to right before I turned oh. on that barrage <laughs> of bleeps and flame crackling in the background. This is li- literally... What I had been listening to while prepping the show. <laughs> I've been listening it's to like this butterflies recently. Butterflies and birds. This is positive morning music, and they even put in parentheses on YouTube. It's at like 548 hertz or something like that. And apparently, there are different waves of sound that is incorporated into certain music that can do different things for you in terms of relaxing you. Donna? Oh, God. Donna. Here's a stick. What's up? <laughs> you fell asleep while I was trying this to This music is very relaxing. So then imagine going from you this. You donkey! Yes! <laughs> I mean, it was just so much! <sighs> anyway, I cannot um, recommend this music enough, though, for morning... Prep. Try it next time on Monday morning, Donna. I need something a little more upbeat, even if it's like sounds of the 70s. Oh. You know, like... Oh, Gordon Lightfoot. Yes, 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 yes. Like, that's what I've been listening to. A little, um, what do you call it? Yacht rock? Yeah. Love mm. it. I need it instrumental, though. I don't need the words. I, I don't need lyrics coming at me when I'm preparing Actually, something. it's not until I start getting ready, you know, primping. That's when my Lightfoot head. That's when Lightfoot comes loose. out. Lightfoot. Um, I asked the question on my Facebook page, since that's a competition show, a sandwich-making competition show, Idiot Sandwich will actually be the name of the show. It's going to be on Fox, starring Gordon Ramsay. I'd imagine it's going to be pretty tongue-in-cheek. Uh, but I said, what's a game show or a competition show that you think you would do well on? If you, if you had to go on one and you had to compete, so this could be anything like a... An amazing race. Wipeout. Something Wipeout, like that. Jeopardy. 
Um, you know I'm all about pyramid. Love me some pyramid. That's a good classic trivia hinting yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would hate the time limit. I would it? hate the timer during the um when you, you get know to the, the final round. Yeah, that would be very tough. Um a lot of people saying price is right. That's good. There's not I would a not be good at pressure. that. I don't know how much anything costs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have no idea. In fact, I'm always like in shock when I see how much something is. Like I went to buy for example, just a little purse-sized hairspray the other day. Nice. I didn't know how much it was. I got up to the, you know, the counter. And I'm like, can you tell me how much that hairspray is? She's like, yeah, it's 10-something. And it's this big. No. I mean, it's a tiny little, smaller than my phone. Maybe half the size or three-quarters of the size. What I was, was like, it, big, sexy hair? Of course. That's expensive stuff. Or Kenra or something like that. And I said, I shan't be buying that. Thank you. <laughs> you can just keep that for you. Well, especially when a giant can is like $14. Why am I going to pay 10 Hey, you can fit that in your bag. No like, problem. That's true, Holly. <laughs> like, why get the travel size? <laughs> true. That's right. Uh, let's see here. Name that tune. A bunch of people are saying they'd like to play Name That Tune. They think they would do well on that show. Also, Wheel of Fortune. That's the game that I think I would do that. well on. Really? I think so. I don't think I'm good at that at all. And it maybe is the game the game show that I would most like to go on because I would love to spin the wheel. That would feel very surreal. I bet it's heavy. It's interesting that it's on the, you know, it's lying flat. Yeah. I want like a Price is Right wheel where I can... Get some momentum, you know, and hang from the top and then, yeah. Yeah. But then you got to worry about what shirt you're wearing because you don't want oh, midriff You don't want an Mrs. Appearance. Muffin Top coming out to say hello. <laughs> I mean, remember I told you about the time? It was, this was about a year ago, but I'll never forget it. Where I'm, uh, uh, church just let out. I'm sitting, I'm letting people get out. People, I'm like, you know, sitting in the middle of the, the, the pews and people were coming out and I'm just like, hey, good morning, good morning, just saying hi. And I'm wearing a nice sweater. And I look down as I finally go to get up, as many people have passed me at this point. And I look down, and son of a gun, that sweater had coiled back up. And I just had a <laughs> Like roll, Aaron Rodgers' a, tendon. Yeah, that's no. right. It had rolled up, and I just had the, the whole Dunlop tire flopped no. over, sitting down with bad posture. Good morning. Yes, yes, peace of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> oh my god! It's so embarrassing. Oh so god. I would wear a unitard under <laughs> my shirt if I was on the Price is Right. Um, we, yeah, Wheel of Fortune would be fun. A unitard. Somebody also said, and I love this. I would rock it on Double Dare if it was the late '80s again, and always oh. take the physical challenge. Fun, pick that nose, baby, pick that nose. Wait, what is yes. the physical challenge? So on Double Dare, I don't Dare, remember this. This was a side by side trivia game. Then they did Family Double Dare, but that you'd have these trivia questions, and then you would have an opportunity by the end to you could try it one more time, or you could take the physical challenge to so earn the like points. So it's like Truth or Dare almost. Yeah, there's an element to that. Yeah, oh, it never dawned on me until now. And then the physical challenge would be. 
you know, something crazy. All right, you've got to throw these water balloons into your partner's helmet and fill it up to this line within oh, 30 seconds. It was very hyped up. The energy was great. And then they brought Wacky. it back a few years ago with host Liza Koshy, but they still had the original host, Mark Summers, as the announcer. He took over for Harvey, who okay. we all remember and love. But the nose was one of these things in the final round. You would go through seven or eight different physical challenges in a row, and if you did it, I don't know, you won like a big screen television. It was never a great, great prize. But you would reach your hand up into this Nickelodeon slime filled nose all this green gunk and you had to find the orange flag inside of okay, it okay that's so ringing a bell that's ringing a bell a little bit was that like an mtv thing nickelodeon oh you said nickelodeon sorry. yeah i only said it a couple of times oh, it's fine i don't think i've ever tuned into nickelodeon in my life for anything nick 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 maybe nick at night nick at night maybe uh, yeah, Nick at night. Maybe that. The, yeah, that okay. was good. All right, I take back everything I just said. Uh, when we return, it is time to get into see something, say something. Donna saw something wow. regarding Leslie Jones's pay for Ghostbusters, a recent movie that she was in as her star was really rising. Wow. And wait until you hear what women are adding to their bodies to make their legs appear longer. Oh, <sighs> barf! I'll tell you about it when we come back on Donna Steve on my talk. Oh, hello, everybody. It's Donna. I want to tell you about my nutritional weight loss program. I actually had a friend from New Jersey call me yesterday, and she was asking me about it. It's called Profile Plan. It's been going really great. Uh, I've lost 10 pounds in just a few weeks, and and it's just great because I gained 16 pounds from the time the pandemic started until recently and I knew that I needed to get this weight off for good and I wanted to do it safely and effectively and I knew that profile was designed by actual physicians as well as researchers and nutritionists after years of studying all the current nutrition science so it's been going really great my coach Rachel is the key to my success and the idea is not just to you know drop a bunch of weight but to change your habits forever to sustain a healthy body. So Profile will customize a meal plan for you as well, including delicious Profile foods like bars and shakes and healthy grocery store foods as well. Find out more today. It's real easy. Just go to ProfilePlan.com slash Twin Cities. Hey, everybody. Here goes Donna. Hello. Nice. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Steve was just telling a story that was really I, Steve-like. I missed that a detail. He, there's a couple of details that are important on occasion. We were talking about breastfeeding, and she said, how long do you breastfeed a kid? You know, And I said, well, you know, I think the longest that Lou went was 18 months with our first, um, and I think it got a little shorter for the subsequent two. And then Dev never, never, uh, never took to it. Oh, and it was a very, it was very short lived. It was, or it was very short lived. It was the most short lived of the of them all. And then um, he became our formula baby. Anyway, I said, well, you know, but it's different for everybody. When I was an admissions counselor at a college, a fellow admissions counselor told me of a story that we would all go to had different regions, and I don't know where he was in the country, but he was somewhere. You left all of this out. Had a table up at this big fair. So there's a bunch of different colleges that part with their out tables too. out. And a mother of a student came up and was getting brochures and talking to him about the university. At which point he said one of her like sons, probably around eight, you whoa, comes over and as though he needed 
a quick drink from the water fountain, lifts up mom's shirt, hits it real quick, and then goes about his day. Hmm. That's now, the story that was told to me. Okay, that's not how you conveyed it to me. It made it sound like one of the kids applying at the college was with his mom. Like a 17-year-old. <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah, can you tell me a little bit more about your cafeteria plan? Hey, mom. No, that was not what happened. But still, I think, right. you know, uh, uh, without warning, that... That could be very jarring. At that age, yeah. cultural norms. Um, yeah. But yeah, you sure. said, do they stop when they have teeth? And a lot of women who have breastfed will tell you, sadly, they do not. And sometimes there's a little bit of a chomp. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time Lou, it was just quiet, quiet. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, ow. Oh. No. Oh. Oh. Wow. Wow. Ow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm done. I got to go. She's trying to find the intro. That's why she's doing this. Okay. Nobody help her. Nobody help her. Nobody say anything. Wow. What happened to yes and... I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got hey, it. if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Wow, this is just absolutely shocking. Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live and more has a new memoir. Oh. And in it, I didn't know about this, and I was just at Barnes & Noble last night. Dang it. Oh, yeah, you got the... Uh, I got the book. Flowers of the Midnight Moon? Something. Flowers of the Killer Moon. That sounds more... <sighs> Killers to... of the Flower Moon? That Nailed might it. be yeah, it. Right. Nice, okay. we got it. Yeah, I bought it. I bought it, just because it has so many great reviews. and Okay. And I needed a book to read. Okay, so Leslie Jones has a book out. Nice. And in it, she says that she was paid far less than Melissa McCarthy in the Ghostbusters movie. Essentially 1% of Melissa's pay. 1%? She said, it was made clear to me at times during the process that I was lucky to even be on that movie. But honestly, I was thinking, I don't have to be in this bleeping, bleep, bleep movie especially as I got paid way less than Melissa and Kristen Wiig. She went on to say, I'm not knocking on them. You know, they should get what they can get. But my first offer was to do that movie for, how much do you think? Well, I'm already going low because I know it's really low. So I'm going to say her first offer was to do it for $200,000. $67,000. I had to fight to get more. But in the end, I got $150,000. But the message was clear. This is going to blow you up after this. You're made for life. All that kind of stuff as though she hadn't had decades of a successful career already. In the end, all it made for her, she said, was heartache and one big controversy. She said, I would try to fight back. Um, I was a comic. I used to... um, You know, I was used to people who would heckle me and things like that. So for every piece of BS on Twitter, I had a reply. Um, She said it was awful. She's like, I'm in a movie and I'm getting death threats for something as small as that. I guess people were, you know, attacking her like you should, you know, be grateful, that kind of thing. That is not okay. She needs a better negotiator. $67,000? Hmm. 
I don't know how much she's in the movie. Is she a pretty big I think so. Part I think of the she's movie? one of the Ghostbusters. There's only four of them, three of them. Wow. Um, That's alarming. Yeah, I go back to, on that, her agent, first of all. Right. And it speaks to Hollywood. Hollywood doesn't care. Fill in anything after that, by the way, and they just, they don't. And so they don't feel any kind of onus to pay her because they are under that assumption of Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig. The decision they made is they will put butts in seats because that's all it's about is butts sure. and seats. Right, right, right. And they think Leslie Jones, that character, it'll be great if it's Leslie Jones. And if it's not, we have actress B, C, and D sure. that we will call next. That is a very surprisingly low amount of money. But then I would think, you know, you either don't do it. Right. Or you talk to your agent at a lunch, split a hoagie and say, dude. What the bleep? Come on. We got to do better than this. I mean. I don't know how well the movie did. Was it just marginally successful? Because. From a box office standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a huge hit. No, it wasn't the phenomenon that they wanted it to be. Sure. But it did all right, but not to warrant a sequel or any kind of extended universe. Right. right. Total, it made $229 million total. That's not bad. Mm-mm. That's actually pretty good. Came out in 2016. I'd like to read her book. I yeah, wish it might I be knew. a good book to read. I wish I knew. Boy, 67000 the initial offer. I would that walk away from that offer. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm on the casino tour. I don't need to, like, wow. you know, scratch my way up to the top. Right. Whew. That's sad. Anyway, and I the, saw yeah, that. Hollywood standards, that is, uh, that's very low. It's rude. It's insulting. Women are adding a second belly button to make their legs appear longer. How does that work? This has become a thing in China. You buy temporary tattoos that look like belly buttons. You put one on your stomach a few inches above your actual <laughs> belly button, and then you cover your real one with a high-waisted skirt or pants. I need to see what this looks like. Uh, go inside the link because there's a photo in there. Okay. If you wear a crop top or anything that shows your stomach, it creates an optical illusion. Your waist looks higher, so your legs look longer. Women in China are buying sheets of these temporary belly button tattoos so they can reapply them once they wear off. That is fascinating. Walmart's website has them as well. No way. Yeah. I just don't think you want <laughs> to be in a position some. where it's like, you know, you're... I you're would show a, my belly button if it were higher. I don't want it on the blood. But then you're going to peel it off later? Yeah. I don't know. Let's try it. No. Let's try it. I don't yes. know. Bye, Holly. Have a Bye, great Holly. weekend. Bye. And we'll be back with music news.